Hello and welcome to Horrific Tales. In this show we celebrate the creation of independent authors and aspiring writers. Please like and subscribe and share these episodes so we can help our talented friends get as much exposure as possible. We'd also appreciate if you could support ours by following them on their individual platforms and by purchasing their works. Details on how to do this are in the episode description. In this horrific tale, a new student finds herself entering a strange and disturbing world as she joins her dream college. Join us now as we present A Lesson in Love and Death by W.H. Lockwood. Anna had often reflected that receiving the letter from Endymion College three months prior was the one and only thing in this life that could have stayed her slow descent into madness. Exactly how long it could hold her, she did not know. It was a reprieve she had never truly expected, and she grabbed hold of the opportunity with both hands, with her heart and her soul. Endymion College was life. Endymion College was everything. A light mist of rain was just starting to pearl on her brown woolen coat as she passed through the forbidden entranceway. She ran her hand along the old, cold, smooth oak of the doors, flung open to weather and students, and she entered into the large atrium, pausing to take it all in. Opulent, dark woods surrounded her, the walls, the stairs rising high in front of her, the vaulted ceiling, the long hallways to her left and right. She smelled deeply of the wood, the varnish, the dust, and the evocative smell of old books that ancient universities seemed to have absorbed within their very walls. Stained glass windows set high overhead cast a magical dusty light onto the granite floors below, which gave off their own particular sharp chill, much colder than that of the stormy atmosphere outside. Her stomach tightened with the light, as she vowed to remember every one of these precious new sensations so long as she should live. Turning to her left, she took in the view through the seemingly endless row of arched windows, which lined the corridor she walked along. Perfectly trimmed green grass and the scattered leaves of autumnal trees framed the ancient Ancaster stone. The leaves of those trees, which had thus far managed to hold on to their foliage, were all aflame, as a bolt of sunshine cut through the state grey sky to illuminate them in brilliant contrast. She took a step into the belly of the building and found the office crammed into a pearly lit corner that would perhaps have been more fitting as a storage room. Faded yellow fluorescent lights, the corpses of various bugs in their casings, a testament to their long-term neglect, glimmered dimly on the dull browns of the worn shelves, walls and floor. Name? Anna James. Anna... Ah, I see your roommate has already been and got her key. One moment. The handsome, yet bored-looking man disappeared into a dimmer and smaller room, only to return seconds later with a faded envelope. So, we have a small problem, Anna. Your key is missing. Whoever had it last year didn't bring it back. But it's alright, we found this one. Except it comes with a warning. The man, clearly amused, leaned close in his conspiratorial manner and raised one expectant eyebrow at Anna she took the faded envelope from him. The words, do not open, were written across the front, in a beautiful cursive. Anna's big eyes and delicate fingers traced over the words. Don't worry, it's not as sinister as it sounds, he continued, and here is, or should be, a skeleton key. It will open all the doors in your apartment, which is fine because there are only two, but one of those is an old hanging door. Hanging door? Hanging door. You'll see when you get there. You're on the second floor. There used to be a staircase leading up to the exterior of the building to the door. That staircase has long since rotted away, and now only the door remains. A hanging door, a door to nowhere. He smiled a dashing smile, and Anna couldn't decide if he'd gone and see it with boredom, or if he was flirting, or both. Oh, I see. His tone and face changed in an instant. 
Do not open that door. I don't care what happens. Don't let the air through. Don't look at the view. Don't touch the thing. Health and safety, you know. It's rotting on its hinges. I could fall out at any moment. I shouldn't even be giving this to you, but, well, I know how it is. You can't always rely on your roommate. He tapped on an old laminated map that was stuck to the corner with brown, peeling sticky tape. You're in the old building here. Older than this building? Oh yes, a good 200 years older. Go back the way you came and straight across the courtyard. Your building is opposite this one. You'll be in the east wing, so turn right when you go inside. You're in the top floor at the very end of the building. You have the corner view. Anna was absolutely delighted. She signed for her key, thanked the man and made the leave. Miss James? Yes. As Anna looked at him, she noted the strange intensity in his manner and his stormy blue eyes. That key, that's our little secret. Really, I probably shouldn't have given it to you. Don't tell anyone and don't let anyone else borrow it. Not even your roommate. And whatever you do, don't bring it back here. Not until you graduate, anyway. Uh, are you sure you should be taking it? I can just wait a few days and get a new one cut. I'm sure. Take it. Okay then. Thank you. Anna turned to leave again. Anna? Something in the tone of his voice. Anna looked back at him. His face was still serious, but softer now. His eyes seemed to want to say something he would not say. Though, having never met him before, did not trust her own impression enough to push for an answer. Be careful. Her stomach tightened ever so slightly as she waited the explanation, which, when it came, was less than satisfactory for the weight of the warning. Maintain a high standard of work. Do not draw attention to yourself and never let your scholarship be called into question. And make sure to keep one hand on the handrail when you go up and down the stairs. It's not safe. The interior stairs? Alright, I guess that's old buildings for you. Yes, old buildings. They should knock a thing down before anyone else gets hurt. The man disappeared abruptly into the back room, presumably to get on with his work. Anna stood still, unsure for a moment whether he was coming back. Then eventually she shrugged herself, turned again and walked back to the corridor. Seconds later she heard the quick tap-tapping of a pair of expensive brogues on the granite floor behind her. Anna! Anna! The office man ran up and paused, slightly out of breath. Miss James, I need you to do something for me. She tried to hide her increasing irritation with a tight smile. Yes? Can you just come here? Come to the window. She walked over as directed, a little disconcerted by a sudden warm breathless proximity. She stood close enough to smell his undoubtedly expensive cologne, and he leaned over even closer, his chest touching her shoulder, his face almost brushing hers, his lovely dark hair tickling her cheek as he pointed through the window. Even if he was a little annoying, he was also appallingly handsome, and her heart quickened slightly. See that building over there? She nodded. Yes, that is your building. Top window on the right, that's your apartment. Okay. She blushed to think that's all he wanted. Thank you, then I'll just go there. No, no, wait. Look at the bottom floor. Under your window. What do you see? Another floor? He sighed heavily. Well, obviously, Anna, but what do you see? Describe it for me. Taken aback by a sarcastic tone, she would have left immediately, if not for his being employed at Endominion College. Instead, she scowled up at him and pushed forward. I see two bricked-up windows on a grey stone wall. Is that enough? He clapped his hands twice delightedly. Thank you for your time. Then he walked away, never looking back as he called out. And remember, that key is our little secret. Happily, the interaction with the odd and particularly attractive man in the office did nothing to dampen Anna's enthusiasm for a new life on campus. If anything, the mystery of it all only added to her excitement. Back outside, Anna stopped in the middle of the green space to take it all in. Her new home for the next few years. Maybe longer. Her eyes ran across the old building in front of her, admiring the ornate wooden doors, framed in their thick stone archway.
not a reassuring and regal Lancaster stone like the building she had just visited. Their new home was built from cold looking but beautiful blue stone. The building was two levels, and she followed the line of arch windows to the very end, to the apartment where her new life would take place. And there, looking back at her, she saw her new roommate. She could only make out a little of her features, due to the distance. She looked pale with dark hair. Anna hoped she was equally as spooky as she considered herself to be. She smiled and waved. The face in the window made no sign of having seen her. Hoping they were not already off to a bad start, Anna made her way into the building. It was dark inside, with no lighting in the hallway, save the occasional ornate sconce. As she approached the end of the corridor, she encountered the staircase she had been warmed about. Indeed, the edges of the stone steps had been worn down to a smooth curve, a handrail polished by millions of hands, until it was slippery as glass. She wrapped her hand around it and held tight, obediently never letting go, until, after three turns, she stepped onto the wooden landing. The hallway was, to her eye, an endless windowless black line of doors on both sides. The dim sconces here appeared as little more than small orbs of fire, floating in almost complete darkness, as the rows of doors all but disappeared at the far end of the hall. She turned back to the door that was to be her own, room 235. The key, a delightfully old-fashioned barrel key, turned easily in the lock and she opened the door. A flood of light met her eyes as she discovered a handsome living area, lit by two huge gothic windows sitting above an antique looking couch, with enormous armchairs either side, a small round coffee table, a square dining table set against the wall with three chairs and a bookshelf already replete with old books, complete with furnishings in the room. To Anna's left, set deep in the exposed stone, was a hanging door, its pale blue paint flecked and peeling, gave the room an eerie yet cosy charm. To her right, Anna saw the bedroom, from which her roommate must have been looking down at her earlier. Hello, she called. I'm your new roommate, Anna. Anna? She heard her roommate reply. She locked the door behind her and went through to the bedroom. She saw no one. She turned. She looked over the two beds, the two desks, the two small dressers at the foot of either bed. There was no one else in the room. Hello? She called. Anna. Anna jumped and felt her skin crawl. The voice seemed to come from right next to her, as though the person stood with her mouth at her elbow and spoke up to her. She could have sworn she felt someone's breath hot on her arm. Yet still, as far as she could tell, she was alone. A key turned in the lock. Anna stood frozen to the spot as an extraordinarily beautiful woman came into the room. The woman stared back at her. Hello? Did you just say my name when you were outside? Asked Anna. Out there? In the hall? No. Are you sure? I thought I heard my name, but it was in here, and there was someone in here just before, but not you. I, um, um, I don't know your name, or are you staying in this room? Yes, I'm someone's roommate, I think. Anna's heart was beating fast, her hands shaking a little. Her frightened eyes appeared particularly large and wild in her pale face. It showed an unsettling twitch on the left side. Oh, there followed an awkward silence in which the woman's tightly drawn lips and raised eyebrows spoke volumes. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our latest horrific tale. If you want to keep up to date with future episodes, then subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow our social media pages. You can also give the channel support by visiting our merchandise store and picking up some of our items. Please also take a moment to support our contributing artists who very kindly lend their talents to the show. Check out the links in the description how you can do this. Well, that just leaves me to say, until next time my friends, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.